NFTs. What are NFTs? NFT stands for non-fungible token. It You could think of it as a receipt or a certificate of authenticity or a proof of ownership of a digital asset or a real world asset. Things can be tokenized, turn into NFTs, and that's what we're talking about today. NFTs made their debut with collectibles, think Board Ape Yacht Club, pictures of monkeys and, and our apes uh, in different iterations. What about CryptoPunks? What about a little pixelated whale? Yeah, all those things made their debut and it was a pretty big deal at one point. And then it all came kind of crashing down. Some have maintained some level of value while others have basically lost the majority of their value. Now, why are we talking about this? Because a judge in a class action lawsuit just said NFTs could be securities. That's right. Can you believe that? An NFT is a security. Well, what is a security? A security, there are actually many definitions, so don't get caught up in all of the people online saying a security is just based on the Howey test. The Howey test is what they use, but there are multiple tests. The Howey test says, did a did people invest, pull their money, invest it in a common enterprise with a reasonable expectation of profit derived from the efforts of others? So how can a collectible have a reasonable expectation of prof profit? It doesn't make any sense because today we're going to talk about NFTs as collectibles. We're not going to talk about NFTs as other things just for today, but NFTs have use cases. Think about it. You could tokenize stocks and all stocks could trade 24 seven all over the world. That's a way that you use NFTs. Or what about your birth certificate or the title of your car, the deed to your house? All those could be NFTs. And if it was, and if we use that for documentation to purchase a house, we wouldn't have to pay so much money for title research and filing fees, although we probably still have to pay filing fees because the city and the state's got to make their money, right? Anyway, today we're talking about collectibles as NFTs. So you purchase an NFT, you get this token that shows that you own this at this digital asset, and it points to where the asset is located. Now, there's a lot of, lot of, Things to consider when you're buying an NFT. This is a this is just talking about a recent ruling. Welcome back to How About That Crypto, your home for crypto and Web3 news and updates. I'm your host, Bitcoin Stylus, and today we're talking about the NBA branded top shop moments that were created by Dapper Labs. I'm going to jump right in and share my screen. Don't forget, this is not financial advice. You can use the links below to do your own research. I am not a financial advisor, tax accountant, or lawyer. So none of this should be considered tax advice, financial advice, or legal advice. All right. Now that that's out of the way, uh, I have this article pulled up by Nicholas D. and Cheyenne Ligon, and it's on Coindesk, and it's titled NBA-branded Top Shop Moments NFT Maybe Securities Judge Rules in Dapper Lab's Case. Ultimately, the court's conclusion that what Dapper Labs offered was an investment contract under Howie is narrow. Okay, so 
I'm just going to keep moving through this whole thing. And uh, I think it's important. Let's see. Where's my highlighted stuff? Okay. It says here that the court finds the plaintiff's allegations render consideration under Howie financially plausible and survive defendant's motion to dismiss. So he says the how oops. Sorry, I clicked a little link. Okay, the Howie test mentioned by the judge was created by the U the U.S. Supreme Court for determining whether certain transactions qualify as investment contracts. Dapper Labs created the Flow tokens and he and the judge and the Flow blockchain. Okay, so this is a very important part and you'll see why at the end. Dapper Labs manages and controls the Flow blockchain. The block, Flow blockchain requires Flow tokens. And the judge says, while not necessarily securities, talking about the Flow tokens, not the NBA top shops. And the NBA top shops, I can just kind of show you here real quick what they are. All right. And if you're listening on podcast, uh, I just Googled NBA top shops. And uh, there you can see when you're looking at these uh, things, they're basically like best basketball cards, but like three dimensional video, uh, video enabled, you know, they look really cool. Like make basketball cards from back in the day. Go to shame. All right. So they wanted to create, you know, take the whole concept of baseball cards, basketball cards, and Pokemon cards and turn them into NFTs. So what's wrong with that? And it says right here, plaintiffs allege that without flow tokens, no transactions on the flow blockchain could be validated. Oh, my gosh. Indeed, the proof of stake mechanisms employed by flow blockchain requires flow to power it and incentivize miners to validate transactions. In that respect, flow's utility creates value for moments through the network's consensus as to ownership and the price of each transaction. The judge said, now this judge sounds like he knows what he's talking about because um, that's all completely accurate. So basically what he's saying is um, the flow tokens are required to power the flow blockchain. This is, but like Dapper Flat Labs owns, controls the flow token. So that's an interesting piece. And then Dapper Labs goes on to say, basketball cards are not securities. Baseball cards are not securities. Well, I do not disagree with that. But the reality is the flow blockchain is required to use if people want to buy the top shops. All right. Now, if you haven't figured out where this is going yet, just keep paying attention. Okay. So basketball cards are not securities, they say. But the, the other side of the argument says, yeah, okay, maybe they're not securities in a vacuum on their own. But the thing is, I have to use the flow blockchain and I have to use flow tokens. So that's kind of like a bottleneck. That's a that's a risk to my ownership of this collect digital collectible. And it's like, so what? Every single collectible out there sits on a blockchain. NFT sits on a blockchain. So every single one carries risk that if the network goes down, maybe you lose your NFT, that's something to think about. So let's keep moving on. All right, so then Dapper Labs, the judge says, let's see if we can find that real quick. Um, here we go. 
All right, so Dapper Labs used the money raised by selling the NBA Top Shot moments. They used it to develop and maintain block flow blockchain. I feel like as when I, I, I saw this head this title and I was like, no way. This is crazy. But then when I started reading and I realized that the money raised by selling them to NBA Top Shop moments was used to develop and maintain the flow blockchain. I mean, that's what the judge is saying, you know. So. Uh, so I think that that's an important piece here. All right. Because. If it's kind of the same thing as an ICO, if you do an initial coin offering, you will launch a project and you 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 sell all these coins and then you use those coins to build your business. It's it's just the same thing as going public. And if you go public, you have to register with with the SEC. I mean, so I don't know why people are acting like this is crazy. Dapper Labs also, according to the judge, marketed and promoted it as an investment, giving people a reasonable expectation of profit. So they've he met multiple prongs of the Howey test so far. Now, this is where it gets interesting. Okay, so this paragraph here, it says, as detailed above, it is plausible that moments value is derived almost entirely from the continued operation by Dapper Labs of the Flow blockchain, which enables price transparency and thus influences value, but perhaps more critically appears to provide purchasers with the ability to trade at all. Defendant's failure to acknowledge the blockchain technology that underlines moments is fatal to their motion in that this respect. So the judge is saying, look, you can't create a blockchain, create tokens, and then create NFTs and not tell people that it's all together in one. And like, if I fail, then so do your NFTs. That's why buying and selling NFTs on like Ethereum, a decentralized massive blockchain is way better idea because the Ethereum blockchain, the likelihood that that goes down is almost zero. But guess what? You don't really have as much of a sense. You don't have like single points of failure. Like it sounds like Dapper Labs is a single point of failure for the flow blockchain. I think that's probably the most important piece of this whole thing. All right, well, I'm just going to read these last few pieces. This is a the the judge um, says the allegations that Dapper Labs created and maintains a private blockchain is fundamental to the court's decision by privatizing the blockchain on which Moments Value depends and restricting the trade of Moments to only the Flow blockchain. So, side note, there's no real way to move. NFTs off of one blockchain onto the other just yet. There are bridges, but bridges are still like we know that they keep getting hacked. So we're not really sure what the future of the of that. Like I don't think anyone's really kind of done a good job about that yet. Um anyway, so let's keep moving on. Purchasers must rely on Dapper Labs exp expertise and managerial efforts, as well as its continued success and existence. The judge said his conclusion that what Dapper Labs offered was an investment contract under Howie is narrow and other NFTs may not be securities. See, so if you buy the board API clubs that are built on on Ethereum, then no judge would ever find this argument and say, no, they're securities because it's not like it's not like. Board API Club created their own blockchain. I think they were actually talking about creating their own blockchain, actually. That's interesting. But that doesn't necessarily mean the NFTs will be on there. The NFTs are on, on Ethereum. 
It says, rather, it is the particular scheme by which Dapper Labs offers moments that creates a sufficient legal relationship between investors and promoter to establish an investment contract. So what he's saying is, yeah, Howie does kind of say it's an investment contract, but it's not really Howie that is doing it. It's the fact that these Dapper Labs controls the blockchain, the tokens, and the NFTs, and they are promoting it to say that you can make more money off of it. So it's more of the scheme. So I think that's really important to pay attention to. And it says, in some, plaintiffs adequately allege that Dapper Labs' offer of NFTs moments was an offer of an investment contract, therefore a security required to be registered with the SEC. Dapper, Dapper Labs now has three weeks to respond to the lawsuit. So now we're going to find out how Dapper Labs wants to respond after the lawyers uh, talk, after they talk with the lawyers and stuff. So let me know what you think. Leave a comment below. This is just another case of enforcement, uh, regulation by enforcement. We're getting, we're getting uh, terribly like super small slivers of clarity. It's not general clarity. And this is all based on what the regulator wants and lack of legislation. We need Congress to act and start figuring some of this stuff out. However, if they don't, then we'll just continue to get these type of uh, situations happen. We'll have lawsuits uh, from the SEC. We'll have class action lawsuits. We'll have DOJ investments. We'll have criminal charges. And over time, we may be able to figure out exactly how to manage this space. So it's not good. As I mentioned the other day that uh, the U.S. is falling behind. You have Hong Kong, the U.K. and the EU, three of the largest and Singapore, four of the largest financial markets in the world are becoming are creating clarity and giving businesses the rules of the road so that they know how they can operate a business. In the U.S., more and more people are saying, I don't know like what the feds are going to do, what the SEC is going to do, what's going to happen next. So less and less people are going to be inclined to operate in the U.S. People have already announced that they're leaving the U.S. So do you think that this is important? Let me know. Leave a comment below. Have a good day and hodl on.